Welcome to a parenting space actually designed for you, where you can get answers about navigating a life that includes autism. I'm Dr. Tay, and today I have a mini episode just for you. For today's mini episode, we are going to talk about the power of yet and how the power of yet helps us to live in the present moment when often as a parent of an autistic child, your brain wants to live in the future. So what do I mean by this? Your brain wants to live in the future because you're constantly worried about everything with your child's development. In general, with parenting, there are a lot of worries. There's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of uncertainty, but that is magnified when you have an autistic child. You can be worrying about things. What are they gonna look like when they're an adult? Are they gonna be able to live independently? Are they gonna be able to get married and have a job? If not, where are they gonna live? That's super far into the future. More near distance could be like, are they going to have friends? Are they going to be able to learn academically? And then it can be something as close to right now as possible where it's like you're getting your kid ready for school in the morning and you're worried about how are they going to transition from school to their therapy appointment. So there is this tendency then to live in the future in order to help yourself kind of calm and regulate your body. But what's interesting is that often creates a worry cycle, which creates physiological arousal or kind of that anxious feeling that happens in your body. And we're missing those present moments. We're not able to ground ourselves in what's happening right in front of us. So this idea of yet allows us to be in the present moment and also at the same time validate our worries and our fears because at the end of the day, it is not serving you living in the future and it's really hard not to let your brain wander there. And so one of the things generally I love teaching parents to do is how can we acknowledge that worry and that concern and what could happen in the future without getting stuck there. And sometimes it's as easy as saying something like, okay, thanks brain, thanks for letting me know. That is something that I need to think about. I appreciate that. And what I need to do right now is I need to get my kid dressed or I need to feed them breakfast or I just need to cuddle with them or play with them right now. So you can acknowledge that the worry is a real thing. We're not trying to convince you it's not a real thing and it's helping you to come back to the present moment. So this idea of the power of yet is another strategy that does that. So for example, it, it often comes in the form of more statements or we can reframe it from a question to a statement. Is my child ever going to talk? It could be like, he doesn't talk, right? That's the fact. But by adding that yet on, what that does is it does help us be in the present moment. He doesn't talk yet, that is true that is factual and subconsciously it helps to validate the worry and the fear that you have what will their life look like and I think it's important to know that just because your child doesn't verbally speak doesn't mean that all these other things can't happen we live in such a neurotypical society that tells us that speaking is important but an AAC device is such a powerful way and tool of communicating too that's just a quick aside but this power of yet right so it keeps you grounded it acknowledges the fear or the worry 
that you are having as a parent, which is valid, but it, you're not allowing that, that worry to hijack you. And so this concept literally came up. I've heard it so many times, but what inspired me to record this is I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about this. And there's this whole concept of fixed versus growth mindset, a fixed mindset being you just think you have this set of skills and it is what it is versus this growth mindset is this ability to be able to adapt and learn and grow and change. And here's the thing, your autistic kiddo is capable of adapting and growing and pivoting and learning in order to develop skills. And I had a previous episode on presuming competence. It's important that you believe that your child is capable of these things. Now, it is very possible that your child might not do this on the quote unquote typical trajectory when we expect your child to be doing these things. And that is an important acknowledgement, but also realizing that they're on their own growth curve. They are going towards it. And so even if you're listening to this and you say your child is nine and is non-speaking, it's easy even in these situations to be like, okay, they're not going to, they're not going to speak, right? And we actually know that's not true. There's so many cases that once given the right supports and figuring out the right supports, and that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. You just might not have fully figured out the puzzle yet. The puzzle as in there's all these little pieces of your child and you got to put them together to figure out what the picture is. That picture is figuring out how their brain works and you might still be putting the pieces of the puzzle in the puzzle to understand how their brain works and what supports are gonna really help them to thrive. And so you have to actually believe that this is possible and that word yet is also telling your brain that it is possible, that nothing is done, that it's not some end of the path, the end of the journey. It just means that your child is growing and developing at their own rate and so I hear from a lot of parents too is this idea of comparison to neurotypical peers and feeling sadness and grief that your child isn't on that same trajectory. And yes, acknowledge that. I am always such a strong advocate of acknowledging the feelings that are coming up. And we at the same time can remember the power of yet. Yes, they're not where their neurotypical peers are, but they can there, right? And so this idea of growth mindset is that I'm just going to read a quick definition. I googled one. You thrive on challenge and you don't see failure as a way to describe yourself, but as a springboard for growth and developing your abilities. And so imagine going on this journey with your autistic child with a growth mindset. And largely, I guarantee you've already been doing this, right? You're overcoming potential obstacles. You keep going, you keep moving. And that is some of the beautiful and also hard, but some of the beautiful journey about being a parent of an autistic child is you learn resilience. You learn how to keep going. You learn how to keep evolving. You keep moving even though there are days things are so incredibly hard and everything in you says, just give up, just surrender, but you don't, you keep going. So how can you take that same mindset then and apply it for your child that you guys are gonna weather this storm together, that you guys are gonna 
keep learning how to pivot and grow and challenge yourself and learn how to use that springboard of the obstacle and bounce off and learn the next thing and pivot in different ways. That is where I think so much more peace can come in this journey. I think so much more acceptance can come in this journey. And one simple word, the word yet, can really help you to begin to adopt that mindset. So all of your worries right now, I'm gonna challenge you. How can you structure them to statements and then add the yet to them? My child has no friends, right? My child has no friends yet, right? If you're constantly worrying about, is he gonna have friends? Is she gonna have friends? It's okay, right now, she does not. But she does not have any friends yet. Speaking, hitting developmental milestones, learning how to read, hitting different academic obstacles, all of this, right? Or even something like toilet training or something like GI issues too, right? Say that they're having a lot of GI issues and it's a struggle on a day-to-day basis, eating food, right? Picky eating, all of that. They have a limited diet, right? It's easy to think that they just don't have a range of of safe foods yet. But that doesn't mean that they can't have safe foods in the future. GI issues, it might be like, oh, they're constantly struggling. There's so many issues physically, but also that impact on how it affects their behavior. And it could be like, this is such a struggle. You might be thinking that and it might be like, we will figure out their tummy issues. We're going to figure it out. We don't have it figured out yet, but we will. And that is where you can keep forging ahead. And so language is extremely powerful. It can feel cheesy to shift your language and feel like something is going to come from that. But we also have to believe something before it's ever going to come true. And if we don't believe it, then that is a block to making it happen. So that's a pretty woo mindset. And it's easy to be like, okay, yeah, sure, Taylor. But let me tell you actually why one of the the reasons that this works is if you don't believe it's going to happen, you could be missing small indicators and small areas of growth that are happening as part of this journey. And in order to keep things going, we need to reinforce them. So example, right, of let's go back to the food example, actually. Your child is only, they only have a couple safe foods, right? If you believe that they are always going to be this like picky eater, what that does is you've created that label for them. And you're gonna find all of the evidence. This is consistent with cognitive behavioral therapy. You're gonna see all the evidence that supports that thought. And that thought is gonna feel so real. But when we actually take a step back and we can challenge it and be like, what evidence do we have against that thought? It starts to open our mind to it. Versus if we believe that eventually their safe foods will expand, what happens? Your kid's sitting at the dinner table, right? And you put something new on their plate and they're not screaming. It's so easy to be like, but they didn't need it. So that's not getting to my goal. That's that that limiting belief of they're always going to be a picky eater. You're going to just see, yep, this is proof of it. But also, what a win that is. Maybe usually they scream and they throw it off their plate every single time you put something new on that's not a safe food. If you have this yet mindset, this growth mindset, you can be like, wow, that's a win. That's a really huge win that they were able to leave it on their plate. 
And then you're going to reinforce that and be like, oh, look at that. Good job. I'm so proud of you. Or even just commenting, oh, yeah, broccoli's on my plate, too. How cool is that? Maybe not even directly acknowledging it, but that's still a form of reinforcement. And then your kid, as humans, we function off of reinforcement. That's just the plain and simple truth of this. And so then all of a sudden, maybe they're willing to do it again and then they get that positive attention again and and it keeps building and all of a sudden, you are on this growth journey of expanding their appetite. And so that is why words matter. That is why our mindset matters. If you don't believe it, you're only gonna see all the evidence that supports it not being possible. You're gonna feel frustrated and you're gonna miss those opportunities that they actually are growing. So start incorporating the power of yet into your language. What are you worried about right now? I encourage you. I don't usually give like assignments on the podcast, but I'm feeling inspired to do it right now. I want you to go take some time and go journal, whether it's right now or it's tonight, but find time and write down your worries. How can you switch those to a statement that has yet? at the end of them and just watch how it shifts your mood. I'm going to tell you, this is a really powerful exercise. So I get you're busy. I get it's easy to be like, yeah, I'll do it and never do it. But it is really powerful and it's going to take you five minutes and it's so damn worth it. All right, y'all. I will see you back here soon. This episode was meant to be short and sweet. Full-length episodes air every Wednesday with many episodes like this sprinkled in between. So subscribe now so you don't miss the next one. And if you want to inspire a future episode, because that's how we roll over here, ask me a question on any of my social media pages for a chance to have your question featured. Bye y'all. And I'll see you soon.